Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. The California Fish and Game Commission meets this morning, and first up on their agenda is a decision about whether to list the Western Joshua Tree on California's threatened species list. Today's meeting picks up where the commission's June meeting left off, which featured comments from more than 200 members of the public. Expectations for today are that tribal input and the presentation of a management plan will lead to a vote, though the meeting may continue into Thursday. Today's meeting will be held in the Lake Tahoe area, but will be live-streamed. See the story at Z1077FM.com for a link to that feed, and stay close to Z1077 News for more on this developing story. Morongo Basin High School principals discussed the school district's closed-door policy on last week's Up Close show. Reporter Gabriel Hart has highlights of that conversation. On last week's Up Close show, Gary Dugno spoke with MUSD principals Justin Monocle of Yucca Valley High School and Mike Rogerio of 29 Palms High School regarding September's flare-up of on-campus violence. On the subject of campus safety, Monocle responded to a caller's concern regarding MUSD's closed-door policy. Do we define closed-door policy? Uh, when class is in session, to my understanding, the doors are supposed to remain locked in the classroom and closed? Yes, ma'am. We, uh, the Morongo Unified School District uh, issued that order for our campuses uh, just a couple of weeks ago go to improve safety and security on our school campuses and so school doors are to remain closed and locked while students are on campus. The closed door policy is a preemptive effort to keep students safe, focused, and to prevent campus boundaries from becoming vulnerable to outside danger. In the event of breach security or dangerous student conduct, schools can respond with sheltering in place, which is the use of a structure and its indoor atmosphere to temporarily separate students from outdoor hazards. If the threat is higher, such as an armed intruder on school grounds, campus would shift to lockdown which requires locking doors, windows, and barricading entry to campus facility, classroom, or office suite. You can listen to the full interview on the Up Close show as a podcast on Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. Pioneer Days kicks off in 29 Palms. Though most of the events will be held this weekend, including the parade, a Wild West hoedown, and the firefighters' pancake breakfast, the first event begins tonight. That's the Little Pioneers pageant at Lucky Park's Patriotic Hall, starting at 5 p.m. Tomorrow sees the kickoff of the carnival, full of rides, games, food, and fun, also at Lucky Park. The carnival will start at 5 p.m. tomorrow and at noon on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. To see the full schedule of Pioneer Day events, see this story at Z1077FM.com. A former San Bernardino County Planning Commissioner has pled guilty to federal charges related to bribes made in the cannabis industry. The former commissioner, Gabriel Chavez, a resident of Upland, agreed to the guilty plea related to criminal charges of funneling bribes through his company to Ricardo Pacheco, a member of Baldwin Park City Council, in exchange for the politicians' votes and influence over the city's cannabis permitting process. Chavez's guilty plea was provided to federal judges yesterday, and he has been cooperating with federal investigators since 2018. Chavez was appointed to the San Bernardino County Planning Commission in June 2018, but resigned in November 2018 after the FBI executed a search warrant at his home. Pacheco pleaded guilty to federal bribery charges in 2021. The FBI and IRS criminal investigation are continuing to look into the matter. Pacheco pled guilty to federal bribery charges in 2021. Last night's meeting of the 29 Palm City Council was short and sweet, but long enough to meet a new city employee, implement a new safety project, and expand the business loan eligibility. Reporter Heather Clisby was there and brings us this report. 
The 29 Palm City Council meeting took just 30 minutes last night, and it began with the recognition of October as Hindu Heritage Month. Paul Osterman of Charles Abbott Associates then introduced Cameron Hepperly as the city's newest employee. Hepperly will be working in the building department as a permit technician. The consent calendar, swiftly approved by the council, included the Neighborhood Safety Project, which will feature upgraded intersection pavement markings, flashing beacons for advance warning, and chip sealing various streets. After weeks of discussion, the council promptly approved the expansion of the eligibility map for the Business Loan Improvement Program. Community Development Director Keith Gardner stated that while the city has received additional applications, just $40,000 has been applied out of the $350,000 available. Eligible businesses now include those on Adobe Road, from Amboy Road on the north to Sullivan Road in the south, and on Highway 62, from Encelia Avenue in the west to Sienega Road in the east. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. At last night's meeting of the Yucca Valley Planning Commission, the commissioners reviewed a request for the construction and development of a 3,596-square-foot automated car wash with a drive through at the northwest corner of 29 Palms Highway and Balsa Avenue. Reporter Hillary Sloan has the details. The Planning Commission reviewed the Quick Quack car wash plans, including signage, traffic, parking, design, water, and environmental considerations. Resident Ken Nyquist was present at the meeting and opposed the project for concerns about unnecessary water usage. Representatives George Ray from GTR Property Development and Mr. Chad Terry from Quick Quack explained the water reclamation process for the car wash. At the meeting, Commissioner Noonan, Thomas, Henderson, and Napientech were present. Commissioner Napientech voted against the project. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. Last night, the Morongo Unified School District Board of Trustees met at Joshua Tree Elementary for their regular board meeting. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and brings us this recap of the meeting. At last night's MUSD board meeting at Joshua Tree Elementary, Assistant Superintendent Amy Woods gave a slide presentation on MUSD's ELD program, then answered various inquiries regarding ELD student reclassification. Program Specialist Eric Smith followed with his own presentation on proactive and inclusive learning centers being introduced to MUSD. All action items were approved by trustees, including resolution to certify all MUSD students be provided with standard-aligned textbooks, approval of confidential settlement between MUSD and parent of student, architectural and design services for Phase two upgrades at various sites, and a declaration of October 23rd through 31st for Red Ribbon Week for anti-drug awareness. Lastly, our own Up Close show received a special shout-out at the end of the meeting for a fair and balanced platform given to MUSD principals Justin Monocle and Mike Ruggiero, who joined our own Gary Dagneau last week to speak on last month's flare-up of on-campus violence. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. The Copper Mountain College Board of Trustees meets twice tomorrow, first in regular session to discuss human resources and financial matters, then in joint session with the Morongo Unified School District Board of Directors to discuss collaborative vocational courses. The regular session meeting begins at 3 p.m. and will be held at Copper Mountain College. The joint meeting with the Morongo Unified School District will be held at Joshua Tree Elementary and begins at 5 p.m. The Yucca Valley Airport District Board of Directors holds their regular monthly meeting tonight. The board will consider runway repairs, new fencing and gates, as well as accounting and financial issues. This meeting is open to the public and begins tonight at 6.30 p.m. in the Yucca Valley Community Center's Mesquite Room. 
California has more registered motorcyclists than any other state. Over 750,000 motorcycles use the Golden State's roads and highways. Assignment reporter Robert Hayden joins us with information on a program aimed at making those roads safer. Starting on September 1st, the California Highway Patrol has implemented a year-long federal grant aimed at decreasing the number of motorcycle-involved crashes. Named Get Educated and Ride Safe, it's a California-wide motorcycle enforcement and education effort by the CHP that will use campaigns to spread awareness about sharing the road with motorcycles. Motorcyclists are statistically more likely to be injured or killed when involved in a crash, according to CHP Commissioner Amanda Ray. Ray says that the CHP will continue to use enforcement and non-enforcement strategies to target the leading cause of traffic deaths. From October 1st of 2020 to September 30th of 2021, there were over 7,000 motorcycle-involved crashes, which resulted in 354 deaths and 6,400 injuries within CHP's jurisdiction. That's an increase of 3% over last year, which is a number they hope this grant reduces. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is assignment reporter Robert Hayden. Unity Home has announced that they will be holding their annual fundraiser. Save the date of October 22nd for the Unity Home's Wild Wild West Showdown, which will feature live music, auctions, and barbecue from Famous Dave's. Unity Home provides assistance to survivors of domestic violence in the high desert, and this annual fundraiser provides critical funding for their services. The event will be held at the Boys and Girls Club in Yaka Valley, and tickets are available now at 760-366-9663. The Morongo Unified School District's two high schools faced off in girls volleyball and tennis yesterday afternoon. Assignment reporter Robert Hayden joins us with a look at yesterday's scores. In volleyball, the 29 Palms Lady Cats hosted the Yucca Valley High School Trojans last night. The Lady Cats won in both varsity and junior varsity competition. 29 Palms Volleyball head coach Melissa McGivern said that the teams had a strong showing that the teams would find out on Saturday who the Lady Cats will be facing in the playoffs. In tennis, the 29 Palms High School Lady Cats hosted the Yucca Valley High School Trojans. The Lady Cats varsity team won 12-6. I'm Robert Hayden, and that's your local sports. Thank you, Robert. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.